Hey, I'm Roberta Blevins, and this is Life After MLM, a podcast where we work to end the stigma of failure in an industry systemically designed for you to fail. Join us as we dive into the real-life stories of survivors, experts, and advocates to debunk the common myths and fallacies of cults, scams, and multi-level marketing. Hey, and welcome back to another episode of Housekeeping. Gotcha. What's up, hun bots and hun bros? I've got some news. Um, I'm not sure if you guys follow me on Instagram or not, but the other day it was announced that I am in the running for Woman of the Year with the Leukemia Lymphoma Society, and I'm so excited to be a part of this amazing organization, partnering with them and raising money for LLS. Um, I am I am so excited. Uh, I'm a little speechless. I do want to thank uh, my friend Amanda Montel. She is who nominated me. It was an incredible honor. You know, charity is something that I've wanted to talk about on the show um, because of how MLM sort of, you know, like you guys know what I mean. These MLM charities are really shady and oftentimes most of the money that is raised goes right back into the MLM pockets, you know, and, and buys a walnut and other $2 million car. And that was one of the reasons I was really excited to partner with LLS. And one of the first questions I asked them was how much money actually goes to research. And they said that 80%, which is really unheard of and really amazing. Um, and you guys know my story. Uh, my dad passed from cancer. His was pancreatic, but uh, my grandfather had leukemia. So there's a connection there. Um, and I just felt like, again, because blood cancer research uh, is sort of the forefront and actually helps with a lot of other cancer researches, interestingly enough, um, I thought that was a really great charity to partner with this year and we're going to be kicking off the woman of the year race in April um I am so excited and uh, at the risk of sounding like a mega hun I would love to have you join my team it's just an incredible opportunity to show the world that the anti-MLM community can move mountains when asked to I know that every single person in the anti-MLM community that has been in an MLM is a hustler and like, you know, knows how to work that business. So I don't know, you know, if, if you're interested in putting all of your skills that you learned in MLM to good use, I would love to have you on our team. You can find the registration link in the show notes. We're going to have a team Zoom meeting. So if you're just interested and, and you just want to have a couple of questions answered, by all means, go ahead and sign up and hop on that Zoom and uh, see if this is something that you want to help me with. I would love to have you. The other thing is um, that we have our YouTube show. And so I'm going to keep promoting that and let people know that that exists. We go live every Friday morning at nine o'clock Pacific Standard Time. This past week, we talked about the bite model. And that sort of goes into this episode that we're talking about today uh, with Alonda, the recovering Hunbot, and uh, her work with exposing all different kinds of MLMs, but right now she's really working on a very culty one called On Passive. So we'll be talking about that more in this episode as well. Um, but yeah, you guys, make sure if you're interested in this kind of stuff, you know, interest you and and you want more information from maybe a, a broader scope of opinions and advocates, activists and experts, definitely hop on YouTube. You can catch the replay. Every single episode is put on YouTube after and is saved. So you can definitely 
watch it at your leisure. But again, if you ever catch us live, make sure you say hi. I love having you guys in there. Um, and I, I really think that we are creating such an amazing, supportive community. And I just, I can't wait to see what this year brings. I know I keep saying that, but you know, it's February now and I feel like, wow, it's already February, you know? So let's just keep plugging along, keep really creating amazing content and getting that education out there. Here's to every single person in this movement, whether you are a commenter or whether you are out there as an activist with boots on the ground advocating for the victims. Every single voice is valuable, and I am so happy that you're here. So enjoy this episode, and we'll see you next week. Welcome back to another episode of Life After MLM. I am so excited. I have my friend here today. You may know her as the recovering Hunbot, but I would like to welcome to the show, Alonda Carter. Hi. Hi, I'm so happy to be here, Roberta. It's so nice to finally connect. I know. It's so great to finally talk to you again. We've been so busy. 2021 was a wild year for both of us. And I am so excited that we finally connected in 2022 and we're doing the dang thing. We are. We are. <laughs> so quick for everybody that's listening right now, Alonda is in a different room than she normally records in. So she is a little echoey because she is using her office because it has better sound to record um, a meeting that is important that she's going to use. So we apologize for the echo, but I'm, this is going to be such a great episode. I don't think you're even going to care too much. <laughs> Let's hope. <laughs> so for everybody that doesn't know you already, uh, can you give us a quick, like too long, didn't read version of how you became anti-MLM and, and what you do? Oh, sure. I had been um, a Hunbot. I was a Beachbody Hun. I had joined after going through cancer. That's like the truncated version of it. And then when we were moving yet again, because my husband and I, just like every building we moved into, it was sold like the next year. I All of a sudden, anti-MLM stuff started coming into my bubble um, while watching YouTube. And I'm like, well, what the heck is this? And then I went, oh my God, I was a Hunbot. Holy crap, I was a Hunbot. This is what people thought about me. Oh my God. And at that point, I'm like, you know what? I've got to understand this thing because it goes deeper because I don't want people to be taken advantage of the way I was taken advantage of. So I decided to start speaking out. And, you know, and I created my YouTube channel and that was in 2019. And since then, I just have continued to investigate things and continue to unravel and just, you know, keep on talking about really whatever speaks to me is what I, you know, talk about. You are incredible. If anybody has not watched your videos or doesn't know who you are, definitely pause this, go check her out. She has incredible deep dives, deep, 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 far deeper than I go into these companies to really show like the nastiness. And I think the one that anytime this name brings is brought up, I automatically always think, Alonda, you have to go see. And that is Enagic and Kangen Water. Oh, good old Enagic. Yes. <laughs> so the Enagic Huns are on TikTok right now and right. they're showing all their water filters and it comes across in my comments all the time, what about Kang and what about Enagic? Can you tell us about this? And I've done a couple mini dives and I always say, if you really want to know, go check out the Recovering Hunbot on YouTube. She is going to be the one that is going to break it down and really tell you what this is about. 
Well, I probably should start with how I got involved in the Kangen water and magic space. Yes, yes. This is a great story. An anti-MLM that they had posted something because they had responded to somebody's ad. And I'm like, well, what the hell is this stuff? And so I had to start investigating it. And when I did, I found out this person who put out um, a little ad um, I believe this person was part because I've done several of the overall groups because these groups that have been created that are associated with the magic, they all kind of do the same thing, just have a different name. Anyway, it was part of the air quotes dream team, which is headed by these two guys, Darren and Mike. And um, I did my first video and I, I was able to get into like the training and stuff of it and be able to show what was going on. But and also the full journey of this other person that had talked about, you know, Kangen water and was trying to suck people into it. And I mean, I'm talking mob dislikes on my first video, mob, mob, mob. And then I started doing like, huh, you don't like this, huh? This, this makes me curious, even more curious. And it got to the point they tried uh, mob dislikes. Then they tried to do, um, a copyright takedown, couldn't do that. And so they finally got the video removed and I re-edited it. I redid it. Then I just went deeper, you know. And you Taylor um, Swift did that video and you came out with Alonda's version. <laughs> and then so the, it was a privacy claim because it was like I used someone's picture, which was on the there for, you know, like all of two seconds. And they're all, you know, public figures. But I'm like, okay, fine. You don't want me to do that. Now I'm it's going to be worse because I'm going deeper and I'm going to keep going which is exactly what I did. And that's how I started finding out that there's these multiple groups and Darren and Mike, what they do now, they've changed it up because, you know, my videos are out there and my stuff keeps coming up whenever it's associated with them. So they don't lead the webinars anymore because the whole thing is, is that you would join a quote unquote free webinar, but you know, these webinars are never really free because they're always pitching you something. And they pitch you this course that's $149. So you decide, okay, I'm in. And you don't even know what the hell you're getting into because they don't tell you. You get into the course, which I have it all broken down. And just so you guys know, my background is instructional design. Nobody knows what that means. It's someone who designs and develops training. And I've been doing it for you know corporate for many, many years. I'm also a former classroom teacher. And so I'm looking at this janky training. Now, meanwhile, when I was a Hunbot, I was taking janky training and, you know, and my like professional brain was not kicking in. But at this point, my professional brain and critical thinking were back on track. And I'm looking at it going, oh my gosh, this is just a bunch of crap. And you go through their training and at the very end, it's, they're pitching you a magic. To join a magic, you have to buy this like water filtration device that's $5,000. But what they try to get you to do is to get the trifecta, which is $10,000. And then they're going to teach you how to do Facebook ads. But meanwhile, you're competing against everybody else who's doing Facebook you know, ads. And within it, they tell you, you know, you have, a, if this is money back, you can get your money back until you take the coaching call and it's on the coaching call who's somebody else who's a part of the magic and they've just gotten up there to whatever rank that it is they're trying to pitch you to join a magic and so once you take that coaching call you can no longer get a refund they pass on to it yeah no more refunds after that for the 149 dollars because now you're really oh and if you don't have the money for it 
um, Imagic will finance it for you so you can get sucked in even though with bad credit or anything, which is horrible. In-house financing too. Yes. Yes. Oh yeah, the, the it's Positive Shift Academy. Now when you reach a particular rank in the dream team, you have to become part of the Positive Shift Academy, which is another you know chunk out of your monthly fee that you have to pay. And I don't remember how much it is off the top of my head, but you have to join that too. And so apparently there's, of course, all these groups on Facebook and they're very closed. And if you start asking questions, which is typical, they just shut you down because you should not be questioning anything because Darren and Mike are such wonderful people. But it's not just Darren and Mike. It's like the um, the ACE initiative, which I've done videos on the ACE initiative um, and the breakaway movement. And I can't remember if the butterfly movement is Kayani or a magic. Cause I've done one on that too. Um, I don't know. Butterfly does sound more Kiani than anything else, but who knows? Potato, potato. They all look alike, you know, I mean, just stick a different name on it. It's the same thing. Same animal all animals that need to be you know brushed and groomed because they're so nasty so I mean if you didn't already think that this water MLM was a scam just by what Alanda has told us so far basically you're buying these ridiculously expensive ionic charge reverse osmosis type thing that like can change the pH of water and in this this water filter you get five different types of water i didn't even know there was more than one type of water uh that's a whole new thing this whole like (laughs) green washing of water but you get like water that's specifically for dishes and water that's specifically for cooking and water that's specifically for drinking or cleaning and water that's really acidic and water that's really alkaline it's it's bullshit right oh absolutely i mean there's no like scientific evidence of this but they try to tell you that there is because allegedly within um japanese hospitals this thing is used and i don't know the truth to that or not but you know it all started out in japan so there's the japanese version of all of this and then there's the u.s branch also and i think they've tried to like kind of you know like separate from each other i mean i've heard the term medical grade water but it's for cleaning medical supplies for surgery and things like that like for cleaning tools like this it's not for putting in your house to wash your dishes and and to make your coffee with and the device itself is enormous and it's ugly and they like put it on your counter and you're like no it looks like straight out of the jetsons yeah and well they also within the trifecta is there's like this shower hose thing to put on you know and it's like okay so we need yet another thing for in the shower it's like the water isn't good enough that we're bathing with our bodies the tea that they shill too they have like shower heads for people that have like well water or water that has like a lot of high mineral content because it's not great for your hair they have those. You can get it on Amazon. You don't need a $5,000, $10,000 trifecta. You can buy, I think for under 50 bucks, a water filter shower head. If you live in a place that has a high mineral content or well water or something like that, because you're having issues with your hair, you don't need this at all. 
it's a complete total waste of everybody's time and money. Well, and that's with all MLM products. You don't need them. You know, it's not like they're offering something that you can't find somewhere else, but they make it sound like this. I mean, all of them are saving the planet. All of them are, you know, going to be you know, solving all your financial problems. All of them are just, you know, I don't know, put here by some divine being to like make life better for everyone. And the reality is, is that you're sucking the life and time and money out of each person who does join holds up hand beach body. <laughs> oh my gosh. And really quick, because we just had an episode that came out on the show about beach body. Uh, that has sort of opened up a lot of conversations on TikTok and Instagram and things like this. But the fact that Beachbody, when you get to the tippity top, that you can actually control up to 52 different business centers and accounts underneath you. Like, how is that not proof to everybody that that's a giant pyramid scheme? Like that is in fucking sane. Yeah, it is. And, um, after my original coach left, I was put up underneath the person who makes the most money in all of Beachbody. Oh, God. And I'm still friends with her on Facebook. <laughs> oh, my God. Does she not know who you are? Apparently. Or does she not, not care? Or, or, or it could be that. I'm still in some groups, too, you know? Just. Um, I think, and I don't know, I'd have to check since Lula Rich because I haven't. But up until that point, I was still friends with several high home office people in LuLaRoe, <laughs> a few reps. Um, I wonder, I should check. I'm curious if they're still friends with me. <laughs> you know, I just, I see Beachbody stuff. Now. I mean, there's so much of my life and I'll say for one, social media, it has ruined social media for me because I don't give a flying monkey's butt about posting on Facebook, posting on Instagram, trying to tick and talk, because I have no idea how to do TikTok. And I keep thinking, maybe you should do that. But I'm like, oh my gosh, I don't want to have to learn something, get in full of pressure, because that's what it feels like. It just takes me back to that pressure to have to post all the dang time. It's like, look, I have an ingrown toenail. What am I going to do? What would you do? You know, would you use this tool or this tool? All this bullshit. And so it's really kind of just ruined all of that for me. I, I just, I open up social media rarely. I post rarely because I think I, it's almost like I have shell shock from social media. Absolutely. Absolutely. 100%. I will say it did take me a bit of time to reclaim myself and my personality on social media because in MLM, it was like, you have to post everything all yeah. the time, FOMO, engagement, What's your favorite flavor of coffee? Like the dumbest stuff ever just to get people to engage with you. And now like I post when I want, I post what I want, I share what I want and I don't share what I don't want. There's a really great anti-MLM community on Instagram and on TikTok. I think you would have a blast with us actually, to be perfectly honest. Well, no pressure. But I mean, no pressure, but yeah, I mean, I think you'd have a, a really good time over there. Roberta, you need to give me like a TikTok tutorial and maybe I can finally tick and talk, you know? Okay, I'll teach you how to tick and talk. Because <laughs> I keep on saying like I'm getting more followers on TikTok and I'm like, I don't have a damn thing out there. <laughs> oh, absolutely. No, you would you would have a blast. It's fun. It's a good time. Um, so yeah, so this magic thing, like again, if you guys are curious because it comes up so much, 
head to Alanda's YouTube channel, The Recovering Hunbot, and check out her Enagic Kangen Water videos. She's got so much. And honestly, like, that is why I tell everybody, just go, like, I could not even do justice to what Alanda has already done in this Kangen space. So if you're interested, just go there. She I, I believe blasted I a, out of the water. I should have a playlist on it. And like I said, I've covered like Darren and Mike a lot because they just came at me and they did try to get me to totally shut up with a cease and desist, as did the ACE initiative also, which, you know, that didn't work because again, I'm just going to like dig into you more, which the leader of, or one of the three leaders in um, the ACE initiative, Travis Fox, who's been on like ABC, NBC, and just like different places. And he's way janky and everything. I keep on wanting to do a deep dive into him, but so that you guys probably don't know, we recently moved. We got custody of my husband's two teenage boys. So I'm in a brand new house. I just don't have the time that I did where I dig into and do the deep dives that I was doing because I mean, Quite frankly, mentally, I'm just not there. <laughs> I mean, I'm, at, I'm dealing with so many other things right now with our expanded family. But that's why I do live streams now to, on a specific topic and just keep on hitting hard at that. Yeah. And as I build up my YouTube channel and everything that I'm doing, I'm going to have you as a guest on my show as well. And we'll continue all of these conversations there too. So I'm really excited. The other thing, and this is random because it came up in another interview. And I was like, I'm talking to Alanda. I'm going to, we're going to talk about this. This is exactly what I was going to talk to her about on passive. This thing, what is happening? Like I am hearing it. I have not, again, you know, you talk about not having the time to dig. I'm in the middle of of digging into Avera. I don't know if you've ever dug into that one. Yeah, it's like I, I'm digging into that because we're going to do an episode on that. And so that's sort of what I'm doing and educating that on TikTok. And it's just like, there's an, there's another one. I'm, I'm Every day people are commenting MLMs I've never even heard of before. But this one, it keeps coming up. And I, I just haven't had the time to dig because I know I'm going to need a couple of days to dig. So this is my initial dig right here yeah. is talking to you about this and exposing this on the podcast. And then, and then I'll add it onto TikTok as well, but what's going on? Well, okay. Ash Mufara is the creator of On Passive. But when you look at his background, which I'm sorry, I did my laptop you know, is in the other room recording. So I can't pull up the timeline of like what he has joined, but he has a history. He's a serial scammer. Now, one of the things that I do when I do deep dives into top hunts, because I love pulling back the curtain and looking at what is their journey. And usually I can find something on behind MLM or business for home. And that's where I found a lot of stuff when I started doing like the one coin leaders. But I did find it with him. But when it comes to his leaders, you can't find Jack on any of his leaders on these things. So I always say he's got like the fourth string. That's what he's got going on. But he was part of um, Ponzi and pyramid schemes before. Now, it was just yesterday because I leaked a video that went out in 2019 after this initial video that he did in 2019 titled I Quit, which he was trying to basically drum up everybody to get him to not quit and he continue on. Um, So what you do with on passive is you pay $97 to hold a spot. You're not buying and selling anything at that point, right? 
allegedly when the company launches and they're going to have 50 products supposedly, then you will pay a one-time fee out of pocket anywhere between $100 to $300. They don't know. They're not sure how much it's going to be, $100 to $300. And then each month from that point on, it's going to be taken from all these commissions that you earn. But what you can do until the global launch is you can join as a founder for $97 and pre-build your team. Once it launches, because it is an AI technology company, it's going to build your downline for you, basically. With like what, funnel systems? Um, They have something called Obless, which would be something like GoFundMe. They have, which is just not out there yet. They have Otrim, which is a URL shortener. They have, um, all these products start with O. I don't know why not on, but oh, whatever. And like I said, there's a whole bunch of them. But they're allegedly going to be shaking up the internet with all of their products. And oh, the one for, for Zoom is O-Connect, which I don't see this going well because here's the problem. <laughs> Since last month, when they changed their back office from GoFounder to O-Founder, people are still having problems logging into it. But yet you're a technology company with AI and you can't get this And so what he does is every year and around the holiday season, he starts talking about how they're going to launch. And then come the end of January, February, beginning of February or so, then there's an excuse for why they haven't launched. And then he just continues on this same pattern because this has been going on since 2018 and this is now 2022. So that's that passive in a nutshell. And I, you know, I, I have access to founders only webinars that I go and I'm right, that's what I'm doing right now is I'm recording one. And literally every single day, the leaders are putting out updates and it's like, what the hell are you updating? Nothing has changed overnight. And they keep on just getting, wanting more people to join. So I'm on their website and I'm looking at their, their leader, Ash. Um, and it shows his experience and his education. Did he actually go to MIT? Have we confirmed oh, that? No. That they, he puts MIT in parentheses to get people exactly to think he went to MIT. That is actually a master's in information technology, which he got for, um, he got that from a, an online university. Wow. And he said that he attended Harvard. He never attended Harvard. He went and he saw this um, guy Lance speak there. And that's like it. He went to just some like little conference thing. Uh-huh. Yes. It says for two years, he went to American Intercontinental University. Yeah. And, and he took a course entitled Masters of Information Technology and E-Commerce 20 years ago. And then in parentheses, it says MIT. <laughs> which yeah. I mean it just seems loaded because I saw MIT and I was like wait a second I don't exactly. think that's true exactly and that's why he does these things now he will say he's the master at marketing but when you look at the marketing material like for instance um Beth Queen of Spade and I have read both of the ebooks the 2021 one you can't find but I got an insider to give it to me the one from 2019 you can find but the sentence construction is very odd. The language is very odd. Everything about it is like, it sounds awful. The marketing videos done by this guy, Bill Must and John White, these two guys, I think maybe Bill does most of them. 
when you go frame by frame and read it, it's like, what the hell are you saying? What does this even mean? It is like the worst marketing I've ever seen. So I don't know how anybody could think that this guy actually has hundreds of people working for him in his office in Hyberdad, which he had an office or he still has an office in Florida, was registered in Florida, but now he's registered in Delaware. And I don't know if you know much about companies registering in Delaware. Um, when you start oh. into <laughs> background of registering into Delaware with ghost companies and money laundering. Uh, I was going to say, is there some sort of tech shelter thing like Utah? And it's the mm-hmm. same sort of like lax rules, less people poking around and asking questions kind of thing. Yes. yes. Yeah. And so he's there. He's also registered in India. But in India, the name of the company is different than the one in Florida. And also the name associated with the company is not his own. It's his wife's. Uh, and so India, and you try to quit and get your money back. They can't prove that it was actually the on passive in Florida because the one registered in India is a different name with a, diff- a different name of company and different name who's associated with it. So like I found this, I I like to use behind MLM.com as well. And I found this article from last year in December. Well, actually 2020 in December that says um, Ash is still stalling on passive launch after two and a half years. And this was over a year ago. So we're now three and a half years. Are they still stalled? Have they actually launched? No, no. And so people are just joining and paying $97 and just waiting and hoping. Yep. (laughs) And I do have evidence that the top leaders that he has been doing all the webinars and stuff, that they're being paid. There was this big, huge bonus pool in 2019 also. I guess I just don't understand if there is literally no company that exists and there's literally nothing that you can make. Like, how are you like, why are people still signing up? Exactly. That's the whole thing is that they believe this man. They believe and he will say that he has been placed here by the hand of God to create on passive. They're going into um, West Africa, into Cameroon specifically, and also Papua New Guinea. They're going into some of the poorest countries, getting people to pay this amount of money, which for them is an incredible amount of money. And these people venerate ash. Hence all of the songs. So far, I have found 17 songs, one's in Moroccan, but I have the English lyrics. And all of them are praising Ash and praising on passive for saving them. They believe that he is their savior. And they say that it is the um, correction to the corruption. That's one of the things that Ash claims. And he will just say, it's a done deal. Whatever it is he's talking about, it's a done deal. He uses so much gaslighting, so much loaded language. It is absolutely insane. So we like flew over Ponzi scheme. We flew over pyramid scheme. We just flew over MLM. We're now in full-blown cult here. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, There's a comment on this article that says, I call this quote unquote terminal pre-launch, just a long ongoing pitch of quote unquote things to come with owners collecting money to fund their slimy lifestyles. Yep. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's exactly like what this looks like. And this is also something that I discovered while looking into Avera. In the very beginning, it was like this. You could just pay money to join a Facebook group of promises. Yeah. Eventually, there there was a product that came out that we're now finding is just private labeled bullshit. 
Um, and that's a whole nother episode literally for another day, but it's the same thing. It's this getting people in, having them suspend disbelief, believing in this product, believing in this company to a, like, to a fault, like this is the way, this is the way we're just going to sit here and pretend and wait and wait and wait because the goodness is coming because the leader said it is. And we believe the leader and here it is happening again. And now they're three and a half years into waiting for nothing are people still spending the 97 dollars, or is it like a one-time fee right now here's the thing this is what makes it even worse okay is that they will say that there's over a million founders but the thing is is you're encouraged to get more than one spot there are people who have hundreds of spots so like literally this this is a pyramid scheme like you're literally just starting your own airplane game like you're putting your name in the center of all of these pies here yeah it's like a blessing loom. It's literally a blessing loom that they're just talking about. This is what's going to happen eventually when we get to this point. Like they're, it's literally pyramid pre-launch. Like what is happening? What the hell? If you get in, you win. You're in it to win it. That's their catchphrase. You're in it to win it. But what are you winning? You're not winning Jack. You're wasting your time. You're wasting your money. And they have their webinars. And I reported at least one that was this long, go up to seven hours long. Wow. There's some time manipulation for you. Yes. This is the worst that I have seen in all of this. It's like, it is so bad. And these people just, they will do anything for Ash. And he talked about yesterday in the, um, the one that I exposed from 2019 about like selling your organs. He would be like, I would sell my organs to make this. You know, he will say things to get people to like, believe in it even more and be willing to do more and more for this little literal dream because there's nothing there so when you hear leaders say these preposterous ridiculous things one they would never do that in a million years but what they're doing is they are loading up that language to give to you i would be willing to do this this is my baby my dream you're here with me this is our dream I would be willing to sell my organs to be a part of this. That's how important. And I have the inside information. I'm the founder. I know what this could be. And I'd be willing to sell my organs. That's so loaded, so toxic, so manipulative, so culty. Yes. It's all of that. It's, it's horrible. You know, it is absolutely horrible. And I'm going to be covering one of the Papua New Guinea um, meetings shortly, which it just, it just breaks my heart. And another thing they do is they target the elderly too. And that's what really starts pissing me off. Uh, and, you know, here's the thing. I often joke when I use Robert's example of getting five people to get five people and, and running out of people after 13 levels. And then my caveat to that at the end is always, and that includes third world countries and tribes and the elderly and the newborns. And here we are seeing that on passive is targeting third world countries and tribes and the elderly. Yes. And I guarantee you, if babies had credit cards, on passive would try to get them too. Well, I mean, in a, in one video that I saw today that my insider sent to me, he was talking about um, Girl Scouts and Boy Scouts and brownies too, basically. And, and, and people are buying spots for their children on this as well. So yes, you can have a baby and get that baby and on pass a spot because you're going to be setting them up for life according to Ash and his nonsense. 
this literally is uh, blessings in no time all over again. I don't know if you're familiar with that. That was a, a, a pyramid Ponzi blessing loom that we talked about back in December. We did a little mini story at the beginning of an episode. Um, and it was a, it was a, an African-American couple that was using their affinity fraud with their community yes. to sell these blessing loom opportunities. And it was called B-I-N-T or blessings in no time or bint literally that all over again. They just haven't started filling the names in the circles yet. Well, but you know, they are filling the names in the circles because they're getting spots and they're, they will get spots and hold those spots so that they can, you know, pay it forward to somebody else. Again, it goes back to, you don't know how many people are actually in this because whatever number that you're told, you don't know how many of those are ghost accounts. Right. Because that's what Bent was doing too. They were getting all of their friends and family in the center of these blessing looms and starting new blessing looms with paying zero money and just being like, I'm in the center. Everybody give me their money. I didn't pay anything into this. And it literally was like this cronyism, nepotistic bullshit. $97 each time there's a spot. Every single yeah, time. well, all of the victims were paying. It was just the it was just the CEO's family that wasn't, and they were the ones that were getting all the money. So it literally was a big, huge scam because the only people paying in were the victims. Like very few of those victims were even actually getting any money out of it. Like it's the, it's a very similar concept, a very similar thing, and we're seeing it happen again here with on passive. Is anyone in on passive reporting any income at all? Um. They, they, in their first ebook, there were some numbers in it. And I don't remember, and I don't have it here with me to be able to look at it, but they will, they talk about money and they allude to that. You will be a millionaire. And Ash says that he wants to make what, um, like a a hundred, a thousand millionaires or something. I, I can't remember the number. And I've listened to so many of his, you know, webinars that they all kind of blur together. And once you listen to this guy talk, he is not a great orator. He speaks in circles. He doesn't really finish his thoughts and trails from one thing to another. He's very, everything about it, when you listen to it and you read anything, it's all confusing and you don't really know, like, what exactly are you selling? What exactly is this? It's just all designed, it's manipulation and deception over and over and over again. It actually, the other thing it reminds me of is Zaphire, kind of. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I did some videos on Zaphire. Yeah, because I had Chelsea come on the show. I remember when when we were talking about that and trying to figure it out. It it just, again, it feels like that. It feels like a lot of affinity fraud. So they're using faith manipulation and they're getting people in promising the riches that, that you want. I mean, it, it, it's a pyramid scheme. It's absolutely a pyramid scheme. Just like Zapphire was a pyramid scheme. Just like all of these are scams. Yeah. And I've reported it to the FTC, to the AARP, um, to the SEC, um, there was think there was somewhere else. Oh, truth and advertising and truth and advertising. A journalist got in touch with me and is going to be writing about it because I'm like, so, someone's got to talk about this. And I mean, I've been doing streams about it since November because I'm like, I'm not going to stop because this is so bad, and I've just got to keep talking about it. Yeah. It's just, you know, I've, I've become, I've done a few other things here and there, but mostly it's been on passive, on passive, on passive, as I try to unravel it and it's like, see what is going on and then compare his past 
meaning past videos to current ones, and also looking at the multiple leaders that are in it. What are they saying? And it's just absolutely lunacy. So what are some of the more like maniacal and crazy things that this, this man was saying in the past compared to what he's saying now? Like, what are you finding in your research? It's basically, he's saying the same thing. It's the whole thing, like, you know, get in it to win it. Um, He will talk about like in 2019, when the video after the I quit, he was basically saying, oh, well, that was just a way to purge people who were not true founders. We're looking for true founders, you know, that, and, and he doesn't describe what he means by that, but basically, you know, it's an elite group of people who believe my bullshit and, you know, we'll just hang out forever. And I fully believe the, um, like I said earlier, the top leaders, they are being paid something because there's no way that you are going to do webinar after webinar after webinar, day after day, year after year, unless you're getting paid something. Or, I mean, if you're a YouTuber like me that covers scams, then of course I'm doing all of this and it's not like I'm being paid. And I've had someone that is a believer in on passive ask me, who's paying me <laughs> to do my videos? And I'm just like, um, no one. I just have a problem with, you know, scammy companies and this is that. Yeah. You know, we say a lot, like the only company that's going to teach you what to say when someone asks you if it's a pyramid scheme or not is a pyramid scheme. And it's the same sort of thing. These scammers who are involved in these scams are like, the haters must be paid by big pharma or, you know, these elitists that are trying to tear us down. Who is our competitor? They're being paid by Walmart. Like, no, we're not. We're not being paid by anybody. In fact, the only pay we're getting is in the ad revenue from you guys watching us and listening to us over and over and over again. Like we're not being paid by anybody. We're doing this of our own accord. And then in the popularity of our posts, the ads are paying us for that. So like, that's how that works. I'm still waiting on all my checks from big pharma that people keep saying that I'm doing. <laughs> she's just, she's saying this, she's saying this, blah, blah, blah. she's, you know, debunk, debunking essential oil. She must be paid by big pharma. Ooh, Amazon. She's a plant for Amazon. I was like, you guys are so creative. I wish that my life was as exciting as my haters think it is. (laughs) Right. And you know, one of the things that I really hate about all of these companies is that how they use um, lifestyle. It's like, who the hell said that everybody has to be living in a damn mansion or drive around in a fancy car? Why is that something that everybody should get? I don't care about that. The house that we got, I love this house. I wouldn't want anything bigger than what this house is because I've had to clean it more. Right? It's, It's that FOMO. We see it so much. We see it a lot in Monet. We see it so much. I saw it a lot in, in LuLaRoe as well, but it's like, oh my God, you can have the vacations and the car and the, this and the outfit and the hat and this, and it's just, we're just turning people into cookie cutter versions of, of each other. Like yeah. it's so Stepford wives and we can't even see it. Like we don't even see it Yeah, while we're in, while we're out, we see it all the way. Like yeah. it's so yeah. obvious, but while we're in, we just don't see that we truly are just cogs in this ridiculous machine. And that's the whole thing is, I, I mean, I am suspecting that 
at most, Ash has 100 to 200,000 people in this, if, if that. There's no way that he has over a million. It's probably more like 50,000 because of all of those, you know, ghost accounts that keep on being created because getting people to get more than one account. But he'll say you don't need more than one account to be, oh, what do they say? Well, that you will win or to be successful. That is the thing is they're like, everybody is going to succeed, but they don't define what they mean as success. And that's a lot of the problem is he will use words and not define what he means by that word. So it's up to you to fill in those spaces which I think is very dangerous and highly, highly manipulative. Do you ever wonder how much of your personal data is out there on the internet just for anyone to find? I promise it's more than you think. Your name, contact info, social security number, home address, even information about your family members. It's all being compiled by data brokers and openly sold online. This can lead to a lot of problems, including identity theft, phishing attempts, harassment, and unwanted spam calls. But now you can protect your privacy with Delete Me. Signing up for the service is super easy. Just provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. They send you regular, personalized privacy reports showing what info they found, where they found it, and what they removed. I got my report, and I was floored with the results. Of the 105 data brokers they checked, 83 of them had my data. Delete Me then removed 173 listings of my personal data off the internet, and they make sure that it stays off too. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me at a special discount just for our listeners. Get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash MLM and use promo code MLM at checkout. The only way to get the 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash MLM and enter code MLM at checkout. That's joindeleteme.com slash MLM code MLM. Head over to quince.com and grab yourself a little something something and support the show by supporting our sponsors. The weather's getting warmer, so it's time to say goodbye to jackets and sweaters and say hello to lightweight fabrics and classic styles. I have been taking advantage of the beautiful weather and getting outside for daily walks, and I cannot say enough good things about the Flow Knit High Rise Boyfriend Jogger from Quince. Seriously, running errands, doing school pickups, swinging by the farmer's market, or taking Zsa for a stroll around the lake, these bad boys are versatile. I love the deep pockets, the high waistband, and the internal hidden drawstring. They're quick drying, moisture wicking, antimicrobial, and the four-way stretch makes them so comfortable. They're made with 88% recycled polyester and the Global Style Standard Certified Yarn dramatically lowers environmental impact by diverting landfill and ocean-bound plastic. Not to mention using recycled claims standard approved dyeing, washing, and manufacturing processes with low water and eco-friendly dyes. They have become an absolute favorite, and you can save up to 59% off the high-end counterpart by shopping with Quince. Throw on a cotton modal scoop neck tee and some sneakers, and you've got a perfect effortless outfit. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash MLM for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash MLM to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash MLM. Absolutely. I mean, this is ding, ding, ding. All of this goes right back to the episode I did with Amanda Montel, where we talk about cultish language, coercive language, loaded language. There's a reason that these leaders choose these words. It is because they come loaded 
with emotion. They come loaded with like almost instructions. This is what a successful person does. Don't you want to be successful too? It's culty. And that willingness for to expect people to go to these different webinars and spend all their time going to these webinars and listening to them over and over again, which is just going to continue to reinforce all of that and get you further, you know, indoctrinated into the belief system that on passive is your savior is going to make your life because they, he says it will change your life and your lifestyle. That's something that is said frequently, but there's yeah. just lot of it and it's um it's very very destructive I mean one of the things that I fully believe having been you know a beach body hunt is I feel like you become that pod person that shell person you're a different person and you become willing to be a different person than who your true self is when you join these things and when you keep on going to these webinars day after day all of these Facebook groups that you're put in or that you join because you think you're going to like, you know, find something that's going to help you succeed. All of that keeps you in that belief system and gets you further and further and further just entrenched in it to where it just like, it's within every cell of your body. So how can you think straight? How can you think critically? Why wouldn't you think, you know, that I'm a hater because I'm speaking out against that thing that you believe in so strongly? Absolutely. Straight out of the bite model. All of it. It's, yeah. it's, it's literally the cult handbook. Like they're just going down the checklist and being like, yep, let's do that to them too. Mm-hmm. All of this is intentionally designed this way. It's a grooming process. It's a funnel system. You don't walk into the Scientology Center on the first day and they say, welcome, we worship aliens here. That doesn't (laughs) happen. It's slow, slow innocuous. It happens very slowly. And regular people get sucked into it all the time. I mean, we talk about it, right? It's vulnerability. And when you're vulnerable, you are willing to do things you've not done before. You are willing to try things that you hadn't tried you were willing to believe things that maybe previously you would have never believed. You would have never been in the headspace where this ridiculous thing ever sounded good or made any lick of sense until it does. Right. I, I like that until it does. Cause yeah, you have got to be in that space and be open to it for it to all of a sudden. Cause I mean, me joining Beachbody, my natural inclination is to re- research the hell out of stuff. When it came to Beachbody, I didn't research Jack because of where I was mentally. And I think that's what happens with these people who go to these on-passive pitch seminars, that they become willing to just do it because they are in a vulnerable place. They're in a third world country where there's not a lot of opportunities. They're an immigrant here in the U.S. because they are really targeting the Hmong community here. And they just become willing to do whatever it is to get into this thing because they do see it as that light, that thing that is going to change their life, change their finances, and they're going to be able to leave a legacy. That's something else that Ash talks about a lot is like leaving a legacy, which all MLMs say that you can do that. Right. It's the same language. It's the same exact language. On passive is not better or evolved over any of any of these other scams it's the same thing it's 
the snake oil salesman yeah. pulling up with the big wagon and being like, we got trouble right here in River City. Like, it's not real. But you come to believe that it is real. And that's the thing I think that is so scary is that you, at that point in time, you think it's real. And that's why you will, are willing to defend it. And there are people who have passed away waiting for this thing to launch. They're no longer around. And all they were doing is waiting for on passive to save them. And through their last breath, that never happened. I swear. It's just heartbreaking. Oh, it is. What people will do and the loyalty that they will give to an idea, right? We even saw that this summer with paparazzi. With all of these women who were defending the super spreader event and saying, well, these women love paparazzi. They were, they were, they went because they, they wanted to go. They're happy to die for paparazzi. I'm like, are they, are they happy to die for this? Because I think if you would have told me you're going to go to this thing, you're going to get sick and it's going to kill you. Do you still want to go? I would have been like, you know what? I'm going to sit this one out. Had I known that I might die. Obviously, you know, you don't get to know that, but had I known and had those people known, I wonder, I wonder if they would have decided not to go. That's, that's a really good point. And it, but, you know, I think you have to be then open to hearing that because some people even hearing that, that that could happen, they believe in that thing so much that that's all that matters, you know, right. saying like, well, that would never happen to me. Oh yeah. That's people think that all the time. It would never happen to me. Like you just haven't found your flavor of a cult, your flavor of a scam. There's a scam and cult. And I'm just going to say they're the same thing in this space that will speak to you. It, it just hasn't come into your world, but the way that you can arm yourself against it is to educate yourself through like Roberta's podcast, through listening to people who have been there done that, bought the t-shirt gotten that carnival ride and, you know, rode the whirly bird, all of that stuff and listen to all the stories because, you know, we're not saying this just to say it. We're saying it out of our concern for other people of what they could possibly go through or what they're going through right now. And maybe they're this close to saying, you know what, I should get out. And maybe something that we say will tip them over the edge and they will finally leave and be able to go back to being who they actually are because you aren't yourself when you're in these things. You definitely aren't. Absolutely not. And as an advocate, um, I have a question and I'm curious um, what you say, because I get this question all the time. What do you say in your comments to people if you decide to even respond at all? What, or even if you don't say anything, what is it that you feel when you see the comment but why do you even care? Oh, that's a really good, it goes back to why I quit is that the reason why I started investigating these things is to understand them. And it's because I feel like I have gotten a decent understanding of what these things are all about. I care about other people being taken advantage of. I care about other people losing time and losing money and wasting all of that. I care about other people losing relationships becoming someone that they're not being willing to just change their life for something that is false and fake. I think you said it perfectly when you said, I care about other people. 
<laughs> you don't need to add anything, right? You care because you care. Yeah. You care because of all these traumas, big and little T traumas that happen to you, but you care because you're just the kind of person that actually gives a fuck about other people. Yeah, absolutely. I, I think that's what about all of us who speak out against this, we care about other people. And we all have our war wounds from this. And we want other people to avoid the mistakes that we had. You know, just like we want our children not to go make the same mistakes we made. We care about other people that we want them to not get beaten up by this industry, by this deception and manipulation. You know, I just finally watched Encanto with my daughter. She was like, mom, we have to watch it. She's seen it like a million times. It's so good. It's so good. It's so good. I said, fine. We finally sat down and we watched it. And it's the same thing, right? Like breaking generational curses, being the change, giving two fucks about something to be like, we can change this. We can be better. That was what I got from this, breaking these generational curses and being like, we don't have to pretend that this is how it is. We can actually do this. We can actually say what we think and actually change things by standing up and saying, hey, can I point something out real quick? And for me, it was, I I took so much out of that film, not only in my own family, but also like from the MLM side of it, like, this is why we want to end things. If you continue to pretend everything is fine, people will continue to get stuck in these scams and perpetuate this forever. Someone has to break the curse. And that's what we're doing in the anti-MLM movement. Uh, You know, I have said a number of times is that we can do better and be better. And that's what exactly what I mean is that, you know, Having the courage to tell your story, to speak out against an enormous industry. I mean, people have said like, oh, you're brave. And I don't look at myself like, oh, I'm some kind of brave, you know, hero. Not at all. I'm just someone who's fed up and I'm mad as hell that this has been going on and I'm not going to take it anymore. I'm going to talk about it because if you don't talk about it, it continues just what you said. It perpetuates. And do we want this for the future? Do we want future generations to be going through the same bullshit or are we willing to stand up, take a stance and say, this is wrong. And this is why we believe it's wrong. And the math doesn't lie. Once you break it all down with math, math doesn't lie. Right. I'm like, numbers don't lie, boo-boo. Like (laughs) it's like part of it. Like, Hey, uh, absolutely. I completely agree with you. You know, it's hard. This advocacy is hard, but it is so supportive. It's more support. I think this advocacy is more supportive than any support I've ever gotten in my life. Like even better than like the mom support I got when I was a new mom. I feel like the anti-MLM community and the women and the men that I have met in it are better friends. They're people that I go to for advice. They're people that I care about their opinions. I value their thoughts it is a beautiful place. And I'm like, I finally have found my people. I mean, it sucks that I had to like be dragged through the valley of bullshit to get there. But like, I have finally found my people and it's just, it's a beautiful place. And we all care. We care about each other. We care about these people. We don't even know. 
because of what we've been through. We, we, I mean, I just, I just want to save people from making that fatal error of saying yes and putting the, their credit card in or whatever. And see, something that Ash did is he had people buy positions with Bitcoin. Oh, see, he's a smart one. He just stole everybody's Bitcoin that they probably like, how many Bitcoins does he have now? I don't know. But see, I, I found out yesterday when we were listening to him that he was probably part of what was it called? Trade coin cash. I think that's what it was called. Trade coin club. And that was about a Bitcoin exchange because he's looking now to add like mining or crypto to his overall, you know, scam as well. The but guy still has no product. Just talking about products, just talking about ideas. Yeah, well, um, O-Mail, which is his like Gmail. But the funny thing is, is he doesn't want people registering with their O-Mail. It's just bizarre. Um, most people don't have that. They still can't log into the back office successfully. He keeps blaming everybody for the problem and not taking any responsibility of any of the system that he has. There's no way that he has hundreds of engineers like he alleges that he has. There's absolutely no way. And most of the things that he says that he has right now, like with the OTRAM, the URL shortener and everything, it's very easy to create one of those. I'm not someone who programs, but what people have said in my chats and stuff who do have a background in that all of his stuff that he's doing is like, it's very easy, but it's like somebody in eighth grade started putting this stuff together because none of it works. But it's not even like just that his products that he has are easy to make. They already exist for free. Yes, exactly. Like Gmail is free. Proton mail is free. Like there are so many free emails. You don't need O-mail. You can use bit.ly and URL shorteners. There's so many. You don't need to pay for that. You don't need to pay for a web conferencing. Zoom is also free. Like everything he offers is free elsewhere. Yeah. Now he says, this is, this is where he gets people. Okay is that you just need one login. You don't need to access things with separate logins. So it's all in-house together. Yeah, but like once you log in on your computer and you're like, this is my personal computer, save my password, you never have to log in ever again either. And there's this beautiful thing called password reset that you can do too, you know? I mean, yeah, that's the other thing. I have to do it all the time with my daughter. Mom, I forgot my password again. I was like, yeah. So, I mean, it's just so funny is that everything that he says, he, ma- he makes it sound like he's creating something that nobody has thought of, but virtually there's so many products out there that are just like what he's talking about. But then again, you go back and look at who his um, target market is. Most of the people who are like the leaders, they're 50 and above. And I mean, I'm 50 and above, but a lot of these people may not be as technologically savvy as some younger people, but I have seen some younger people start to get involved in it because now on passive is over on TikTok. So yeah, gotta find them back. They are? Yeah. I'm about to get blocked. (laughs) If I'm not already blocked. (laughs) I can give you all the names of the leaders over there. And and they say that they're a unicorn company. That's something that they always talk about being a unicorn company. No, they're a pyramid scheme. (laughs) yes they are and and like they they have jumped to the top of my list on tiktok we're gonna be talking about on passive a lot 
which is a great companion to this episode. So if I make really any good on passive content, I will throw the links to those TikTok videos in the show notes as well. Wow. Um, yeah, you know, for me, it's all about the education. It's all about getting the information out there. I'm sure you're the same. Like I'm not forcing anybody to do anything. I'm not coercing anybody to do anything. It does not change my life at all. If you join an MLM and you stay in it, it doesn't. I do this because I'm trying to help others. I'm trying to mitigate more loss and pain and heartbreak and depression and nastiness, which is fine. But we're not going to tell you not to do something or to do something. We're just going to give you that information that they don't give you. Because I wish somebody had been talking about LuLaRoe and the truth about LuLaRoe when I was thinking about joining, because it would have, I might've still joined, but I would have had more hesitation and it might've planted a seed so that the first red flag I saw was the red flag that got me out versus the hundredth red flag. Right. Right. People are still going to join these businesses. People are still going to do what they want. They're still going to buy the products, whatever. I can't stop people. I am the only person I can control, but like with your content, with my content, with all of the amazing content on YouTube and TikTok and Instagram and Facebook and podcasts and whatever, with all of that incredible content, we are educating people through our own experiences, through fact-based education, statistics, percentages, the truth, so that you actually get the whole picture before signing on any dotted line. Because guys, These are legal pyramid schemes and they will take you for everything you have. If you let them. Yeah. They don't care about you at all. I mean, I know at the time I felt like I had put a family within beach body, but was it really? No, it was all fake. It was all phony. That's not real. Nothing about any of these things is real, but you believe that it is you believe you're part of something greater than yourself and you're really not all you are is just like what you've said you're a cog in the machine that's it and it will chew you up and spit you out and not care where you land but we over here on the anti-amelin community are so happy to have you (laughs) once you've been chewed up and spit out we will help you identify why and how and then you know if you decide to join us and educate great if you just decide to join us to listen and to comment in the comments and say hey you should check out Alana she actually talks about this or oh did you hear Roberta's podcast episode on this exact thing it's very eye-opening you should just check it out just plant those seeds right we don't need everybody to be advocates we don't need everybody to have YouTube channels If, if you want to then by all means but we also need the people that are just supporting the education in the comments and we also need people willing to report these scams to the FTC, to the SCC, to Truth and Advertising, to the Better Business Bureau. If you can do that, that is a step because these things will not, nothing will happen to them and legally until people start opening in their mouths. And when I say opening your mouth, I mean by filing a complaint, taking that step taking that 10, 15 minutes to get something out there. Because once they start seeing the FTC, start seeing on passive, on passive, on passive, on passive, they're eventually going to go, well, holy shit, 
we need to look at this. But if it's just one person and a one-off and maybe another one six months from now, not so much. You have to build up the case. That's the only way that they will start looking into it. And for anybody in the States, know your your state laws about scams and pyramid schemes and whether or not your state has a law like that on the books. Because if they do, that's a really great way to also, I mean, you should be reporting anyway, but if they are more consumer friendly, that's an even bigger push for you to be throwing those in there to your state AG. Send those complaints into the consumer protection of your state. Let your AG know. I mean, that's how we got LuLaRoe and that's how we got Monet. Those were state cases. Those were not federal cases. We got to start small, right? Start small and make it big. Right now we're sort of whispering, shouting, talking. I don't know. We need to be screaming. Oh, I say that all the time. Just, you know, scream about this. And the thing is, is that MLMs, in my opinion, grew a lot because of social media. They started in misusing of social media. But now they have people like Roberta, people like myself, and all the other incredible creators, big and small, that are standing up, taking a stance, and speaking out. And those companies and the direct selling association is going, whoa, holy shit. They can't shut us up. And they know they can't shut us up. I love it. I bet you think about me. <laughs> that's my that's my little song to the DSA because I know they do. Hi. And, and I, I think that they do like, you know, all of us. And they're like those damn people on these podcasts and everything. If they would just shut up, but they can't get us to shut up. Even when they have people send massive hate comments to us, which, no, I mean, honestly, it's sometimes it's hard to take some of those comments because it weighs on you. It's like when people are just like so nasty towards you. But what I do, I just don't respond to them because I'm not going to engage in that because I'm not going to waste my time because I know that person truly believes in that thing. And they're willing to say the shittiest stuff to someone because they think they're standing up for the thing that is so good and is going to save their life. Yeah, it's wild sometimes when you'll see like, oh my God, you have such beautiful hair. You should sell Monet. Oh no, thanks. I, I don't support pyramid schemes. Well, you're ugly, fat, stupid, and your hair is dumb. You're like, okay, bye. <laughs> like, imagine if Target did that to you. I love to use Target as, a, as an example. Imagine you're like shopping at Target and you've got some stuff in your cart, you go up to the front and you pick something out and you go, you know, I don't, I don't really need this lawn gnome. And you say, you know what? I'm actually not going to get this. And instead of the target person saying, oh, no problem. And setting it like on the shelf underneath their station, you know, they go, well, you're ugly and fat anyway. Of course you don't want a lawn gnome. You probably don't even have a lawn, you poor loser. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, imagine if that's what happened <laughs> at Target. I don't think they'd be in business long. And I don't I mean, think they would. I use like, you know, if you're an employee for a company, let's just say, oh, I'm going to just pick, oh, I don't know. Let's say Apple. You work for Apple. Okay. Imagine you work for Apple and now all of a sudden you're leaving all these crappy ass comments on stuff. You look like an asshole. You know, why would you do that? But these people who are in these MLMs will leave these crappy ass comments. That is a reflection on you, not on us. Right. And it makes your MLM look bad too. Yes. Um, Have you seen what's going around right now that Mandy Sue from Monate is doing her Angela Johnson 
your nails look pretty impersonation again all over social media and now now big accounts are finding it and are now talking i i found it on on a tiktok i was like oh my god it's finally reaching outside of mlm other people are talking about this this racism and i was just like oh my god i'm so excited that people are outside of the anti-mlm community are seeing this Okay, speaking of racism, Ash Mufara the other day in one of the founder-only videos asked somebody if they were the lightest black-skinned person in their country and then started talking about shades of black. What? Yes, skin tone, yeah. And this guy's not a white guy. So like, I don't understand why he's- He's Pakistani. What is happening? Why is he asking that? Exactly. Exactly. If you're in the West, you know that is a taboo thing. You don't do that. You know, you're just totally tone deaf. But he says so many things that are offensive that it's like when you really listen to him, it's like, I can't believe this just came out of his mouth. The only thing I haven't heard him do is do fat shaming. And I'm expecting him to do that at some point, you know? Jesus. Wow. Yeah. I mean, ugh. it's a cult it's a cult you don't have to convince me i mean our obviously all mlms are cults but this one it it doesn't even feel like it's an mlm it just feels like a cult and a pyramid scheme like i don't even think there's an mlm aspect really at all just the pyramid scheme and the cult it's like you sciences if you don't think it's a cult anybody who's listening find my video that says um you know playlist let me me look i have right over here i'll tell you the main title of it on passive song playlist Oh, we'll link that in the show notes so people can find that easy. That is just 10 of the 17 songs. Uh, are they singing songs like hymns and stuff like at meetings or like, I need to hear these songs. <laughs> the founders make these songs. I mean, I can play one for you, right? I can play, you know, part of this for you right now if you want to see. Sure. It. Yeah. Like let's play a little bit of one of these culty on passive songs for us. All right, give me just a second. Okay, let me see. get past. Okay, this is the In It to Win It. This is their anthem. shine the light like I mean oh my god all right all right (laughs) what I have done with all of the songs that I find is I just meme the hell out of it you know (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm like, what in the 1997 like Christian pop band was that? Like, that is so obviously using faith manipulation. Even if they're not talking about God, if anybody went to any church service in the late 1990s, that's the music that you would have heard. I mean, it's just, it, it's like, Hey, Hill song. Like what? And then I don't think I have the Catmo song on here. And there's another one that even has like backup dancers and everything. I mean, I'm talking about, these are some serious productions that people are doing. Where are these being played? <laughs> on YouTube. And, and they're just sitting in their homes, listening to the song and praising and worshiping oh, Ash, like in their living rooms. I have seen before any of the webinars start, sometimes the song that we just heard, they will play that song. It just, I mean, for me, it just sounds like that would be the song that would be playing when you walked into the huge convention arena. Yeah. And then about three minutes after that song finishes, there's like a fireworks and fire display on stage. And then Ash would come out and people would be screaming and like, standing ovation and oh my god the founder like that's that's where that song plays there's I mean you'll you'll have to check out the playlist because I mean and I still have more songs that are not on the playlist there's even one that was done for Christmas you know I mean it's just like every time you turn around you sneeze there's another damn song but I wanted to mean them and like put them all together so people could see how much people believe in this thing you need to put those songs on tiktok so that we can make parody videos on TikTok. <laughs> on passive hasn't already put them on TikTok. <laughs> yeah, let me know because it's like I have all of them and some of them are very short. <laughs> it's like I feel like we could create a viral culty TikTok dance. You know what I mean? Like expose this MLM with these culty worship songs there's some stuff let me tell you it's just it doesn't take much to realize how bad on passive is because when I first came into it I didn't know anything about it and you know people started giving me insider information and just I I've gotten to know the leaders and I can't stand any of them you know it's like y'all are part of the problem definitely absolutely And bravo on you for doing the hard work and like exposing on passive so that everybody has a good idea of what this is and that we can talk about it here and, and, and we can keep this movement of, of exposing on passive alive. I think it's really, really important because so many new MLMs pop up so often that when they do that, we, we expose them and we let people know this is a problem and this is why. This has been going on for nearly four years. It's insane. I'm so happy that people are, are talking about it now. And like, we're like, cause I really just recently, when you started talking about it, it was like the first time I'd ever even heard of this. Oh yeah. Most people don't know about it. And that hence it's got not gotten anybody really talking about it. And I've tried to like encourage people to talk about it, but until you start hearing about it, you know, I mean, you can't get passionate about it. For me, I do content that I become passionate about because I feel I'm invested in some way and I'm invested into this to seeing it have a conclusion because it needs one. Oh yeah, absolutely. The other thing that you are very passionate about 
uh, and actually participated in last year and will be participating this year as well. It it is anti-MLM conference, um, the Consumer Protection Challenge. I am really excited, really, really excited for this year. Um, Basically, that conference last year inspired me to start creating content on TikTok where I was just making funny videos, but I went viral on accident on TikTok because I reacted to the video of LuLaRoe in that conference of them just word salading. And then I learned, I'm like, what? And it sort of went viral. And then people started asking me about LuLaRoe and I started making content about LuLaRoe. And now, you know, I I think I have 260,000 followers on TikTok now. So it's just like kaboom. So it's really interesting to me because it's almost been a year since I really kicked all of this into high gear and everything just sort of like, I was like, we're going to the moon. And like, it's almost been a year. And I'm so excited because I'm going to be a part of this as well. And you're going to be a part of this as well. And we're going to continue this education. It is so important. I've already told so many, we've, we have so many people that have no idea this is even a thing because those people left their MLMs in 2021. We have so many new faces in the movement. So let's quickly talk about this, give them a little bit of a teaser about what this is and what to look forward to. And as it gets closer, you guys, obviously you're not going to miss it. We will be sharing this everywhere, but let's give everybody a little teaser because I don't think a lot of people know. Well, we are, you know, working on what, what will be, you know, I guess, what do you call them? Like topics B and one of the things that we were told last year is that they want to hear more, more voices from victims. And so that is something that will happen. Hence, I reached out to Roberta, you know, and I'm like, and I knew that you had already spoken to Robert or Bill. I can't remember who it was that you spoke to. And I'm thinking that that's a very important thing because it's one thing to hear it from, and we'll still have people who are in academia speak about it or journalists. But when you hear the people who been through it and they're willing to you know open up their guts that is something that I think you know nobody can recreate unless you've been through it and those people who are on the other end listening to it for them to go oh me too and like to feel that connection and to know they're not alone and I think that's going to be the biggest thing that sets this conference apart from the other conference last year and honestly like that was what I felt was lacking last year uh, and it was really cool to be able to speak at the end and like hop on that chat and to talk and to say, hey, we need more voices of people that are on the ground. I absolutely love all of the experts, the academia people, incredible. It's so important to understand the whys and the nuances of those whys and how this works and why it works and what we're doing on the back end as organizations and government agencies. That's incredible. But like you said, and what we've found in the last year is that the victim stories is really where we're making a difference, right? And that's something that I had, you know, brought up to them initially when we started meeting and everything. And I kind of like was giving them like, okay, this person could talk about this, 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 but I was like putting some of that stuff together. But, you know, we weren't there yet as a group for them to realize how important it is for the victims to speak out all the things with, you know, the regulators and the academics and all that very important too, but it is the glue that holds it all together are the victim stories. 
I think. Absolutely. And we, I mean, that's, I, I can't even imagine, like, I, I can't even put into words once I finally started this podcast and said, hey, victims, here's your platform. I can't keep up with the messages. I can't keep up with the emails. I can't keep up with the requests. I can't keep up with people messaging me and saying, oh my God, thank you. My therapist told me to listen to this. My, my former upline said, hey, I found this podcast. I know you've been struggling too. It's really helped me. It's, it's incredible. This grassroots, hey, we're listening. We're helping. We're trying to make a difference. Tell us what happened to you. Find the commonality in these horror stories or these whatever. And I try to tell a, a, a variety of different stories and companies from the worst of the worst to like, I was a small fish and this is what happened to me too. Everybody says, I found myself in that episode. I saw myself in that episode. That's the commonality here. You know, the wheels of justice are slow. So reporting everywhere what you need to do, but I really think that we can have a greater impact at this grassroots level as our voices grow and multiply because, you know, that's what MLN is all about is about, you know, everybody joining in. Well, I think that that can happen and blossom with us. I mean, Robert Fitzpatrick has said a number of times, like he's never seen this many people speaking out. It's never happened before. And so we are now here and we're proud to speak out against this stuff because we know it's wrong and we know that people are being damaged from it and we want that damage to stop. And like you said, we can't prevent people from joining things, but what we can do is maybe make someone go, huh, is that really a good idea? Just get them to pause possibly. And like I said earlier, is to maybe it might push somebody to take that step and get out. Absolutely. So for people worried right now, like the conference, where is it at? Do I have to book a hotel? No, 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 no. It's all done online. It's all done in Zoom. It's really great. Um, As we learn more, because I am going to try to be involved in this as, as much as I possibly can. And as I learn more and as I can tell more and give more information, we will. But I will say for anybody that was there last year, um, if people have questions and you were there, let them know what it was like. It was really incredible. I guarantee you are going to hear from the people that you are huge fans of some incredible speakers, really wonderful people giving really good education. And last year was, I just was like, I want to do this. I want to be on this panel next year. I have so much to say. I have so much to share. And I'm just so excited that we're doing it again. And we're expanding on everything we learned last year, and it's just going to grow even bigger. And if you weren't in it last year, you can still hear everything. Just go to MLMconference.com. All of the sessions are there for you to hear. It's all free. You know, unlike MLM conferences that you got to get your ticket to go, you got to get the airfare, you got to get the hotel, you got to pay for all these things. No, this is all free. Yes, and incredibly valuable. Um, and really, honestly, as I watched that conference, that was the template for the first year of life after MLM. I was going, I got to talk to this person. I got to talk to this person. Well, that's a great topic. And I started brainstorming and here we are, right? We're just expanding and growing and getting better and bigger and better and bigger and better. And it's just, we're not stopping. You can't stop us. We know too much. We're not going to shut up about it. 
We're on every single platform. You're not going to be able to escape the anti-MLM movement. We're not going to be able to escape the education. We are never going to stop until everybody understands the ramifications of these corrupt, coercive, high-demand, high-control commercial cults. Absolutely. I could not have said it better. You said that beautifully. (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) I am so excited for 2022. Please, everybody that's listening, Alonda, give us all of your socials so that we can find you and we can follow you. And I will throw those in the show notes as well to make it easy for everybody. Most everything, I'm the recovering Hunbot. You know, just look for recovering Hunbot, the recovering Hunbot. Sometimes there's like an underscore, but you know, it's recovering Hunbot. That's where I am. That's who I am. <laughs> You'll know her because her her avatar is the robot emoji with a little bow in its robot hair. <laughs> because see, look, I'm so cheap because I don't have anybody, you know, creating any little graphic for me. I just like cobbled something together myself. <laughs> and it's beautiful. <laughs> At the very end of these, I like to do rapid fire questions. I think you're going to kill it. Are you ready? Sure. Alonda, what is one word that encompasses how you feel about multi-level marketing companies? Bullshit. (laughs) One sec. (laughs) Can you give us a warning or a piece of advice to somebody who is listening to this that is still thinking that MLM might be a good option for them? Well, that's, that one's hard. That is a hard question to answer. I would say the best thing you can do is give yourself 72 hours to think about it and do actual research, not what the company's telling you, not what the hunt is telling you. Start digging into what do critics say and why might they be saying that? Excellent advice. What is the worst MLM in your opinion? Oh, wow. Well, I mean, since on passive is not exactly an MLM, it, I mean, it's, that's hard because there is Thermomix, which is awful because, you know, it literally burned people. But Enagic is way up there because of all of the, you know, educational things that they have. Enagic is way up there for me, I would say. What is the hardest lesson that you learned while you were in MLM? That it wasn't real. It was an illusion. Illusions, Michael. If you watch Arrested Development, you'll know Illusions, Michael. That's what it is. Um, thank you. That is my favorite TV show of all time. <laughs> you and your little tricks. Illusions, Michael. <laughs> sorry. Sorry. <laughs> Anytime anybody quotes Arrested Development, I just, I'm sorry. It's like, that's my one show. <laughs> show. It's so funny. And finally, a positive takeaway from your time in MLM that you still use? Oh, wow. Gee, something positive from it. There are people who are just looking to help you because most people who do join MLMs, they're doing it from a place of caring and they are thinking that they're going to help people, but you can actually help people in a different way. So I would say that's probably the positive thing is knowing that most people are just trying to help others. They're just doing it with snake oil. Thank you so much, Alonda, for your candidness and for introducing us to On Passive and that beautiful culty song. <laughs> I am so excited. I'm going to be hoping to get those songs on TikTok as TikTok songs. Um, and we can do this whole like On Passive trend thing and and uh, expose them on TikTok as well. 
that. <laughs> Thank you so much. You are incredible. Please, please, please follow Alanda. Keep in touch. Make sure that you are paying attention so that when these things that are coming up happen, you can make sure that you are following and not missing the conference, but I'm not going to let that happen. (laughs) Um, Again, thank you so much. It was lovely to speak with you today. Thank you so much, Roberta, for having me on. And you'll have to come on my channel. (laughs) Yeah, it's been a while since I was on your show. That was a long time ago. Thank you so much for listening to Life After MLM. Don't forget to like, subscribe, and share. And follow us on social media at Life After MLM Podcast and my advocacy at The Real Roberta Blevins. You can find all of the links to the social accounts in our show notes. And if you just listened to that incredible story and you thought, oh my God, I have a story just like that that needs to be told, hit me up, therealrobertablevins at gmail.com. I would love to have you on the show to share your story and start your journey in life after MLM. See you next time, Hans. Thank you.